Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula, a podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. What if I fail? What if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't happen the way I would like it to happen? What if I don't see it through? What if I get tired and give up along the way? What are people going to say? They're going to laugh at me. These are the questions that most of the time go through our minds, especially when embarking on a new project. I don't know how many times I've failed. I don't know how many times I tried certain things and had to talk myself through the process. And on today's episode, I want to talk about the process of failure. Many a times being a leader, it's easier to look at someone who's already accomplished something in life or who's already doing something you would like to do in future and conclude that it's been easy. One of the biggest obstacles and challenges a leader will face is failure. And how you approach failure will inform whether you make it on the other side or you stay in the comfort safe zone. A lot of us stay in the comfort zone simply because of fear of failure. And in this podcast episode, I would like us to look at the process of failure. We're going to share three thoughts which I believe will help us redefine failure. We'll talk about how to perceive failure. Taking action is one of those steps. Number two, we'll talk about using failure as a springboard. Number three, using failure as a review mirror. The process of failure is an interesting one. Most of us tend to think that failure is an event, which is not true. Failure is a process that one goes through. By the time you reap the fruit of failure, it's years, sometimes months, sometimes days, sometimes hours, sometimes seconds of seeds that one has planted intentionally or unintentionally that contribute to the harvest. Of failure. I had a fascinating conversation recently with a group of students talking about failure and how to them failure at the end of the year when they re- receive their report card which explains to them that they're not progressing to the next grade. It seems like a big event which happens possibly in December for us in South Africa. That's when our academic year ends. Um, But over and above them receiving that report card, it's not something that happens there and then. It's an event that was given birth to by a process of four terms. Term one, chances are there was an indication that they're not going to make it. Term two, they thought, nah, it's still half year. I'll catch up in September. Term three comes. Term four comes. And sometimes by the time they try to pull up their socks, it's a bit too late for one to pull up their socks. But if you're going to begin to double click and look at term one, what are the things that contributed to me failing? Is it me not submitting my tasks? Is it me not submitting my tests? Is it me not giving my all 
to the homeworks that would help me better understand the coursework so that I'm better prepared for the tests and the tests are better preparing me for the exams and the exams are contributing to my final assessment. And once you begin to break down failure, you'll actually see that you have the control to succeed or to fail. It's not something that catches you by surprise, but it's something that you intentionally actively participate in. And this is important. I remember when I did my matric year and I wanted to study in the University of Pretoria. Most of the friends I had were studying in Pretoria, wanted to do human physiology and psychology, which is something I was passionate about, which I still do now. Psychology, I'm yet to branch out into human physiology. And here I was excited to study um, this stream. Uh, little did I know that my excitement had to be assisted or complemented by preparation. End of the year, putting in my application. Unfortunately, I was not accepted because I lacked my APS, did not allow me to study the course. Uh, beginning of the year, everyone is going and going to study in the different universities. Here I am also persisting, wanting to go. I remember it was that year when there was a big um, 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 intake in the varsity, the way I wanted to study, to the extent that there would be stampedes. I remember standing in a long queue uh, with my results, hoping that by some chance I'd be given an opportunity to study. I remember coming back home and thinking and sitting down with myself that I could have avoided this one emotional traumatic experience of standing in a queue, having to wake up early, um, and just the emotion of not being sure whether I'll make it or not by preparing on the front end. Had I not waited till the last minute to submit my application form, had I beyond even submitting the application form, had I put in the time and the effort that I knew that I could for me to get the results that would have given me access for me to entry rather, for me to study the chosen field, I would have done better. But little did I do, I waited till the last minute. And this is the process of failure. Now that I look back retrospect, I actually see I could have done much better had I purposed in my heart that I'm going to work towards this goal that I have. And the first step which I really want us to tear into to avoid failure is taking action. If you want to avoid failure, take action, take initiative. The trick is always to start. A lot of things will be defined after you've started. If you're not going to start, you'll find yourself waiting and waiting. A lot of things get clearer and more defined when you're in motion. And most of us wait until the path is cleared for us to begin to take steps towards the future we want to live. And it doesn't work like that. You need to take initiative. And the beautiful thing about starting, start, you might not have what you need, start. You might not have all the resources, the connections, the knowledge, the information, start nonetheless. Because by starting, you set yourself apart. By starting, you've already won half the battle. Just think of it, take a sports team, by them just being on the field, they've already increased their chances of winning rather than them sitting and saying, we're not going to play because we're not too sure if we're going to win this match. By just being in the game, by just being in the battlefield, by just being in the same room, by just being in that meeting, by just submitting your CV, your proposal, whatever it is that you have to do, you've already won 50% of the battle. And I know most of us don't start because of fear 
of failure. There's a fascinating study by the university from the University of Michigan where they speak of 10 seconds of greatness. I love how they define how failure is the thief of our dreams. 60% of our fears are totally unwarranted for. Just think of it, 60% of our fears, 60% of fear of failure is totally unwarranted for. That's over half, 60%. 20% have already happened. So you're sitting on 80% now. 60% is unwarranted for, 20% has already happened. 10% are so petty that they don't really affect our lives. So 90% of the failures are things which are unwarranted for, things that have already happened, 10% more of that, they don't even really affect us. Of the remaining 10% of our fears, only 4 to 5% are real and justifiable. And even half of those are things we can't do anything about. So this means only 2% of our fears are something of which we should be concerned about. And this study was done by Dennis Waitley. Just think of it. It's only 2% of our fears which are something which we should be concerned about. So most of the time when having to start, we allow the fear of failure to hold us back, to keep us from starting. And I want to encourage you, don't allow the fear of failure to cripple you. Start. Take action. Take the first step. Initiate. Uh, Orlando Batista speaks of how initiative is to success what a lighted match is to a candle. I love that because you will never know how good you are until you start. Number two, use failure as a springboard. Allow failure not to be your ceiling, but to be a springboard that launches you into the next phase of your learning, into the next phase of your growth. Allow failure. Ask yourself, what is it that I can learn from failure? Ask yourself, what is it that from failure can launch me into my next level of thinking, my next level of doing? Ask yourself, what is it that failure is creating within me? What is it that failure is teaching me that I could not have learned had I not failed? Ask yourself, what maturity, what level of maturity has failure developed within me? Ask yourself, what is it that failure has prompted me to begin to do? Failure, one of the beautiful things that failure allows is that it begins to prompt innovation and creativity. It causes you to think in a way that you wouldn't have thought had you not failed. It also gives you a tenacity, grit and passion that you wouldn't have had ordinarily. Recap and ask yourself, what are some of the benefits that I might have had and got from failure? How is failure motivating me? And once you begin to ask yourself these questions, you begin to understand that I make a choice to look for the benefits within failure. I'm going to allow this failure to launch me to the next tier of my leadership, to the next level of what I want to do. Because truth be told, when you do something, you're going to fail. So don't waste your failure. Don't waste your failure. It is said that experience is the best teacher, which is partially true. But I believe that over and above experience, it's evaluated experience that is the best teacher. Because if you experience something and don't learn from it, you're wasting that experience. 
Look for learning opportunities. Ask yourself, what is it that I have learned from this experience that I can replicate in future and do better? So it's very important for you, number one, to take action. Number two, to use failure as a springboard. Number three, use failure as a review mirror. Never use failure as a windscreen. If you think of a car, a car has mirrors. It's got about three mirrors, the two side mirrors and the middle rear view mirror. And over and above that, it's got the different windows. But I love the windscreen, which is more in the front of the car. The windscreen is the biggest uh, of the screens. You would find that even if you take the three mirrors uh, and put them together combined, they won't uh, equate to the size of the windscreen. And there's a reason for that. And the reason is because the windscreen allows you to see where you are going, whereas the review mirrors and the different mirrors show you where you come from. And it's so you can even see it from the texture, which if I were to talk more towards that space, I would speak of the texture of failure. Because sometimes the texture of failure looks brighter and shinier than the texture of the window. But that doesn't mean everything that glitters is gold. Your gold is the windscreen which speaks of the direction you are headed. So don't look back. In as much as you do need uh, the review mirror just to glance back to figure out where you come from, what's going on behind you. But if you spend a lot of your time, just think with me for a moment. If all you do is look at the review mirror, chances are you're going to end up in an accident. You're going to make a lot of mistakes simply because you keep looking backwards. But the trick is for you to use the windscreen and look towards the direction that you are going. Look towards the future you want. Look towards what you acquired in the process of your learnings. So when you use failure, failure sorry, as a windscreen, uh, not as a, 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 a review mirror, you begin to glance, use that review mirror to see what's happening behind you, to see also what happened behind you so that you can take those learnings and ask yourself, how has it made it made me better? How did I get better for it? What is the return that failure has given me in terms of my thinking, in terms of my uh, consistency, in terms of my commitment, in terms of understanding relationships? Because sometimes we fail even in the arena of relationships. And this is where you need to take that learning from that relationship experience and begin to project towards your windscreen so that you can begin to do better in future. So what am I saying to us, uh, family? I'm saying that the process of failure is a process that is within our control. It's not something that happens to us passively, but it's something we can take control of. It's something that we can intentionally begin to take initiative and tell ourselves, I'm not going to allow fear to cripple me. I'm not going to allow fear to cripple me. I love what Catherine Patterson said about fear. She spoke of how to fear is one thing. To let fear grab you by the tail and swing you around is another. And that's what fear does if you're not going to take action. It will take you by the tail and swing you around. But if you take control and tell yourself, I refuse to fear. I'm going to allow the process of failure to make me better. I'm going to allow the process of failure to help me win. I'm going to be purposeful. I'm going to be disciplined. I'm going to do what I need to do. George Washington says something so amazing as to it's wonderful what we can do if we're always doing. Don't stop doing. Keep doing. Keep taking those small gradual steps towards success. Keep taking those small gradual steps 
towards becoming the best that you were created to be. So the process of failure is within our control. Take charge. Be in the driving seat. Don't allow failure to define you. Don't allow failure to keep you down. Take action. Start early. Use it as a springboard. Use it as a review mirror while focusing on the beautiful path ahead. Application. I encourage you just to reflect back on your life and ask yourself and just reminisce on areas and moments where you failed. It can be back growing up. It can be a recent failure. In fact, I'd like you to break it down in this manner. Just take a deep ancient review into your past where you failed and ask yourself, how did it shape me? How did it affect me? And look at where you are now and take a few learnings as well within certain things that you've done and failed and ask yourself, what did I learn? And begin to clean experiences which will help you be better and do better. And as you begin to take this approach, always look for the good or the benefit within failure and begin to apply it to every experience. Look for the benefit within failure. Be optimistic, which is beyond a personality, but it's a choice. Uh, I think it's the optimistic and the pessimist. The pessimist says the glass is half empty. The optimist says it's half full. <laughs> and the realist drinks the water and says, while you guys are still debating whether it's half full, half empty, I drank the water. And this is us who take action and take charge. We drink, but over and above, lean more towards being optimistic. Lean more towards seeking and looking. When you look deep and pull through the layers and the leaves and the covers, you will find that, is there, that it's there. Let's continue to take charge of our personal growth, development, and never allow failure to define us. Till we meet again in the next episode, fam. Thank you so much for, for being part of this episode. Thank you so much for continuing to rate, review our content. Be encouraged as well if you'd like to get the episode notes to head over to our website, www.mzwandilemagagula.com. We also have the link below where you can just access the application which will help you apply this and help you to grow i'm excited as well about an upcoming event which we'll be announcing in our next podcast episode till we meet again let's continue to change the world one individual at a time well thank you for joining us on take your lead podcast be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode. And for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes, just go to www.mzwandilemakakula.com. And if you are a fan of the show, we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead Podcast.